Welcome to the Call the Vet Show, the podcast that helps pet parents understand and optimize the health of their furry family so they can live the full and happy life you want for them. And here's your host, veterinarian Dr. Alex Avery. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Call the Vet Show. I'm veterinarian Dr. Alex, delighted to be sharing your earbuds with you again for another week and I'm sticking with the theme of summer problems and giving you over the next few weeks kind of short sharp introductions and information into some really important topics that are likely to be affecting your pet at this time of year when the weather is a little bit warmer when the sun is shining um, and in this instance when the insects and the pollen counts are high because today I want to talk to you about itching and why it's a problem that you should definitely not ignore even if it seems to be little more than a minor inconvenience for your pet. But before we get into that, if you're not subscribed already, make sure you hit that subscribe or follow button so that you don't miss out on any of my future episodes. And I'd love it if you're already a subscriber to share this episode and tell your friends and family about it so that I can help more pet parents and more pets live the full, happy and comfortable life that you want for yours. So with that in mind, let's get into today's show. Now, itching is its a problem year round and there are a number of different causes of itchiness in dogs, but it's especially a problem in the summer um, and autumn. It maybe starts in spring as well, depending on the cause. But the, the two biggest causes that, that I see are fleas. Believe you me, I see fleas every single week of the year in the veterinary clinic and I live in New Zealand where it is pretty hot in the summer but it is also pretty cold in the winter and yet fleas are still a year-round problem so bear that in mind when it comes to the need to control our fleas especially if your dog is suffering from the second problem which is allergies so allergic skin disease is probably the biggest cause of frustration for pet parents but also for vets it's incredibly common, about 20% of dogs are going to suffer from some form of allergic disease in their life. So, you know, definitely bear that in mind as well. Lots of other causes of itching. We've got mange, we've got infections, we've got immune problems within the skin, uh, we've got ringworm. There's all kinds of different potential causes, but fleas, allergies are definitely the two most common. And this is why you shouldn't ignore your dog's itch is because it isn't just that minor inconvenience. One, it's a sign that there is another problem going on. Your dog doesn't itch just for the sake of it, doesn't scratch just for the sake of it. But also itching actually increases the severity of the problem. And we get something called the itch scratch cycle. So whatever it is that that is initiating the itch, so it could be the, the trauma, those fleas biting your dog that's just really irritating and so they scratch, or it could be because the, the body's immune system is overreacting to a pollen, to a food, to the flea saliva. Um, that's causing general inflammation that's causing your dog to scratch. But the itch scratch cycle is something that happens when we start that scratching. Because what happens is your dog scratches, that 
and just imagine it yourself it's probably the same and you've probably experienced this if you've had an insect bite you know you can't help yourself you scratch that itch um it's a reflex um and it's a pain-like reflex so actually that's another reason why you shouldn't ignore their itch because it is just like being in pain especially if they're itchy for a long period of time but when they're scratching they damage the skin that damage causes more skin inflammation which increases the feeling of itchiness for your dog. So it increases the scratching. And you can see how this perpetuates into um, a vicious cycle of more skin damage, more inflammation, more itchiness, more scratching. And so it goes on. Now, if your dog also has allergies, this is extra bad because that skin damage also allows deeper penetration of the allergens. So whatever it is that's causing your dog's environmental allergies or atopy it allows the deeper penetration of those within the skin which just exacerbates the allergic response as well as the general inflammatory response so really if you notice your dog itching you've got to jump on it very very quickly um, you know sure all dogs scratch every now and then but I'm talking about when they are scratching more than normal it's kind of a an incessant um, all day affair or you're noticing them multiple times in a day you know and this is where you know your dog best with how much they normally uh you know kind of a little bit sensitive maybe and you know how much they scratch behind their ear every day if you're noticing an increase in that really take that on board and jump in sooner rather than later now the first thing that i'd encourage everybody who's got an itchy dog or cat to do um, and for cats they're not always scratching they might be licking themselves excessively um, they might be spending more time grooming themselves so they don't often kind of scratch in the same way that dogs do but yeah if they're spending a lot more time grooming licking themselves even licking themselves bold in certain places the first thing that you should do as a pet parent for your dog and cat or your cat if you're seeing this is to check them for fleas now this is maybe not as obvious as people might think because like I say, I see fleas every single week in the vet clinic. Um, and this is for owners who are bringing, them, bringing their pets to me because they're recognizing that they're itchy and that's causing a problem to their pets and they want to get to the bottom of it. Now, you know, they've had a look and they've not seen the fleas. You're not always going to see adult fleas. They are, you know, they're not, they're pretty small, they're hard to see especially if your pet has got a darker coat um, and they move very quickly so as you as you kind of try and part the fur you know they scurry away and it can be very easy to miss them there's a couple of kind of really um, simple strategies that you can take to to make sure that you definitely are spotting fleas if they're there the first is to look for something um, called flea dirt now this is going to be little black specks within the coat now you know it's flea dirt rather than just dirt dirt kind of soil or you know wherever your dog's or cat's been in the undergrowth by putting a little bit of this flea dirt on a wet piece of cotton wool or kitchen paper toilet roll something like that um, and just moistening it slightly and rubbing it and what you'll notice is that that flea dirt it turns the the paper or the cotton wool um, a rusty red color now if it's normal dirt then it just stays kind of brown or black um, but if you've got that rusty red smear and it can be quite difficult to see so you need good light and you know depending on what your eyesight's like you might need um, a little bit of magnification even but if you're seeing it go a rusty red then you know for certain that that's flea dirt um, and your dog has got fleas or your cat has got fleas the thing that can help with this and kind of the second point to help catch any live fleas as well 
is to buy yourself a flea comb. So um, these are very similar to knit combs for kids. If you've got young kids, you'll probably be aware of, um, you know, the need to keep an eye out for the dreaded knit. But these are yeah, narrow, narrow toothed combs that you just sweep through your pet's coat um, and it's going to pick up any live fleas, but it's also going to lift up any flea dirt. So this really is the number one thing that you should do if you notice that your pet is itching because it is very simple to then go and treat them for fleas. It's going to save you an unnecessary trip to the vet um, and it's going to be much cheaper and it's simple. Now, if it comes to treating fleas in a flea infestation, you need to make sure that you maintain that treatment for um, at least three months. And the reason for that is that adult fleas only make up about 5% of the flea population. And this means that you've got all the eggs, the developing larvae and the pupa, which are incredibly resistant to um, killing um, in, the, in your pet's environment. And it takes time for these to mature, to hatch out into adults and then be killed by that flea treatment. So you really need to make sure that you're maintaining that for a number of months if you do notice that your dog has fleas or your cat has fleas. If they're clear, fantastic. We then need to get to the bottom of that itch Equally, if they've got fleas and your pet is, you know, really scratching themselves to pieces, you're going to also want to visit your vet because your vet's going to be able to give them medication to take that itch away in the short term, which is going to provide a huge amount of relief. Um, and if they don't have fleas, then they're going to be able to investigate what's causing that itch. Helping your pet live the happy, healthy life they deserve. Now, in the next few episodes, I'm going to talk to you more about allergic disease. Like I say, it's incredibly common in dogs. And actually, allergies and itch is so common that I've actually written a book called Allergy First Aid. So if your dog is itching all the time, if they've got allergies, then make sure you head over to ourpetshealth.com slash allergyfirstaid to check out that book and to really start your journey to eliminating your dog's itch to successfully treating their allergies and taking back their quality of life. And next week, I'm going to be talking to you all about the different types of allergies that dogs get. There's three main groups. I want to talk to you about how they differ and why it's important to know, and also how you can actually go about determining exactly what it is that your dog is allergic to. But until the next episode, I'm veterinarian Dr. Alex. This is the Call the Vet show because they're family. That's it for this episode of the Call the Vet show. Be sure to visit callthevet.org to join the conversation, access the show notes, and discover our fantastic bonus content. We'll see you next time.